0: Before we say the name of your company, what is the .NA namespace? Namibia. Okay, so a Namibian entrepreneur has joined (laughs) us today. (laughs) Um, Lovely place.
1: (laughs) Paul. Rich Ziai. You know what? I... Love to do when I find something cool, I like to store it. Oh, like wine? Mm, like the wine cellar of the internet?
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh, the it's wine. It's practically
1: the wine cellar. The, of internet the internet doesn't have a wine cellar. My stuff is littered across I don't know how many services, and and this breed of software is
0: is kind of gone. You have a great collection of weird internet videos. I do. And you don't really have a home for them it's on a hard drive i don't trust well you can't trust youtube they all go away
1: yeah and i didn't do it to get recognition
0: or love from anyone else no it's a weird thing people don't know this about you but you have an outsider art collection of unusual internet video that you've been working on for 10 plus years Mm -hmm. that has a clear set of aesthetic criteria as to what gets in and what gets out it can't be exploitative it can't be cruel but it's about people trying something really hard and not quite hitting the mark, but something happening along the way. Something amazing.
1: very human shows up on the other side. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it's uh, not about you. It's not about me. Here. What are we even talking about at this point? Let's go. Oh, my God. All right. So we have someone in here who's built a thing to help you solve that exact problem. His name is Charles Briskoski. Paul, he's looking at us funny, so let's go.
2: Okay. Tell us the name of your company or your uh, organization. It's called Arena. Okay. It's a platform for creative research and collaboration.
0: And it's very spare, it's very classic. It's got pictures, it's got people, mm-hmm. and it allows you to link ideas together. That's right. So it's a very traditional, like, World of hypertext kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. We very much come from that kind
0: of influence. I mean, we all do. Yeah, we that's all true. do. All, yeah, all that's, that was my do. point earlier. Is that it's very
1: much a reflection of hypertext in the web. Yeah. Okay. So I I stumble on Arena.
2: Yeah. What can I do? So the main thing that you're doing is making collections of resources. So. Not just images, not just text, links, files, PDFs, YouTube, SoundCloud. You're I can throw anything of, in there. You can put you can throw anything in there and the, the point is that you're putting you're sort of thinking about things that you're consuming over a long period of time or maybe a short period of time. But okay. it's about sort of doing this research and thinking about it as you're consuming things. And okay. this the this context
0: surf- is really important, right? Because it's it feels like designers are using it for research, artists are using it for research, as opposed to like I'll use this for my portfolio, or this is a collection of memes. Yeah, it's more specific in theme. Interesting that
1: you're using the word research.
2: It, it sounds like academic, but it's more just yeah. in in the same way that you would go down a Wikipedia hole. It's that kind of research. You're just sort of following your interests, but but keeping track of those interests and sort of making something out of that stuff. Okay, dropping breadcrumbs okay. and and.
0: <laughs> All right. So, so this this is a. It's a growing, like it's a growing product. I see. I saw it when it first came out, yeah. And it has a small community around it, and they're yep. pretty passionate. Yeah, a lot of research into aesthetics,
2: research into aesthetics. But I think the main place that we're coming from is that something like Pinterest.
0: Let's complain <laughs> about Pinterest for a minute because oh that's God. something we can all, I think, well, get into. Easy though, because I have like
1: old shit from my childhood in a folder called Memories on Pinterest. That's pretty spectacular. I know. I admire
0: Pinterest. Just, let's just tiptoe just a little bit. I admire Pinterest as <laughs> I get like, the garbage. No, of it's Pinterest. the overall platform of Pinterest that's like okay. And the membership is very, very excited, but it's it just breaks the web. Like you go, you hit Google Images yeah, and you yeah. go into Pinterest. Also,
1: it screws up really funny. You are, I'm into yeah. watches. So yeah. I like I was saving all kinds of watches, and for some reason I started to get flatbread recipes. Like just random recipes. I guess. They weren't ads, even. It's just their algorithm getting confused that people who like watches like to kind of improvise in the kitchen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Compared to Pinterest, your users tend to have intent when they link things together. Pinterest, on the other hand, is like watching people and making these connections for them.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're very much, we're oriented towards the human side of things. We want to make sure that people are making these connections on their own Mm and not... Machines doing it. We kind of want to step back more than, than a lot of other platforms and have people do the work on their own. It's about building those connections and sort of less thinking. machine learning. It's what I'm hearing. Less machine learning, more less human algorithms. learning. Yeah, um, exactly.
0: Okay, wait. So Arena started at some point. When did it start? Um, seven years ago. Okay, so yeah. seven years. That actually makes sense to me because it takes forever to build communities and platforms. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so what were you doing before Arena?
2: Um, before Arena, I was working as an artist. I had the very beginnings of an art career. Okay. I was making work online,
0: net art, basically. Yeah. And you art were like, I'm going to make a meta- I'm gonna make a meta art thing so that I, I don't make any more art anymore. Well, what, what kind of art were you were you working on? Uh, well, okay,
2: so the last the last piece that I made before I quit was called Directions to Last Visitor, mm-hmm. and you would go on the website and it would give you Google Maps directions to the last person who visited the website before you. Oh, that's fun. Fun. Yeah. A little creepy. Creepy. I think, I think Uh, I wasn't in a fun way. I wasn't thinking about it in those like privacy terms. I was more thinking like it's connecting two people who wouldn't otherwise be connected. That was
0: 800,000 years ago. What's your background before all this? Art art stuff. Yeah. Um,
2: So, but I've had a, I've had a website since I was maybe 14 and I'm 35. Okay. All
0: right. So you sat down one day, you were like, I've made net art. I'm doing all right. (laughs) But I need to build an abstract <laughs> research tool that connects things called resources to other things in a large graph database, and build a community over seven years. It was like
2: a rainy Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and I I was first of all, like I was sitting in front of the fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, did you program the the whole thing, or uh,
2: no? It was me and one other person. Okay. Uh, well, a couple other people, but me and primarily one other person, who also happens to be an uh, artist. His name is Damon Zaccone.
0: So. You were both like, we got to connect all these ideas on this here internet.
2: Well, so it's funny that you brought up Delicious um, and my other founder is going to kill me because I always talk about this. But
0: One we- sentence
1: on Delicious, sorry to interrupt. Mm- yeah. Uh, it was a place you could store links.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and, and organize them and, and actually tag them. That and was tag stuff, them. Yeah. And then
1: the ones that were hot would bubble up. There used to be this daily sort of what's getting
0: tagged yeah. a lot and it was bought by Yahoo and then became part of the Yahoo murder pool yeah, yeah it was was a oh, that's a good way to put yeah. it yeah, yeah.
2: I'll add that the other good thing about delicious was the way that the social network was sort of secondary to the primary action which was just you doing your own thing and collecting right. things
0: thing it was about doing stuff it was about I mean, doing making stuff. sense of the web
2: yeah and it wasn't like publishing like right. you were publishing to a feed it was just like you're doing your own thing and then it happened also by chance uh-huh. to be on a feed yeah the guy, then,
0: I mean the guy who created delicious also had a website called meme pool with, yeah. uh, with a bunch of friends which was like an early feed yeah. sort of here's the weird stuff we're finding on the web that's interesting yeah. and then he sort of expanded that to a social service for all yep and so like that that model it was about getting to that kind of document and making it work
2: yeah so we were a couple of us were super big on delicious and i actually met two of my co-founders on delicious and then when, when yahoo bought it and we had this delicious sized hole. Uh, we, we we started thinking about then in name of podcast <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh, delicious yeah. size poll is the name
0: <laughs> Whoa. Of Except I'll never get the Rebrand. periods right. Delicious had, and before I put the URL, it was like I D-E-L-I know. dot. D- no, D-E-L dot I-C-I-O dot U-S. It was ballsy. That was merciless. It was gutsy. <laughs> okay, so Delicious dies a horrible death. First of, like, one major cut, and then thousands of cuts start coming. Exactly. Um, it later got bought by, like, the guys who's some of the YouTube people. and It was bad. Science, right.
2: but now Pinboard owns it. Pinboard <laughs> <really bad>. <laughs> <laughs> own
0: it? Yeah, he's he's really cool. They're coming for you next. <laughs> oh, wow. <well>, will see. <laughs> but, you know, there's no, but there is a context here. Like, Delicious is very raw web. It was like, let's just use this platform, see what happens. And, and it, it, was, it had a vibe and a look to it. And it was a culture. It kind of connected all sorts of people who wouldn't otherwise connect. I think what was appealing
1: about it was it didn't orbit around likes and hearts and and whatnot. It was actually, the thinking was, I think you you use it for your own selfish needs. Mm -hmm. And then the sort of byproduct of that was something really great for everybody else. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And there was more of a culture around sort of, thinking and deep thought or just just being more inquisitive mm-hmm. and curious yep. and less about sort of performing a personality online. That's right. right. There
0: wasn't a real place to perform a person like you could have funny tags or. Yeah. You know, or there were no super users
1: that
2: were the ones.
0: And it also wasn't it never got to that point where it was like power delicious user. It yeah. was just like oh you, yeah Michael's in And you yeah.
2: didn't at all need to know. Right. That's true. Yeah. You could be exactly. Real. And, and
0: actually the thing was it wasn't about you might be like, "Oh, I should keep an eye on this person because they have good stuff," but there wasn't that expression of like power. The the power you got on the platform was by continually delivering the good stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. The power you get is for yourself. It's not necessarily like clout it's for your own. It's, right. it's like your Utility, own thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: So you drop this in the middle of a very different internet. Why? Like you, this is success now on the internet, right? right, right. Build the tool that lets you heart pictures and sounds and whatever else it's born out of obviously twitter and facebook and the like so now you come up with this like what what's the motivation behind it
2: well i think the motivation in the beginning was just we wanted a platform like this because we wanted it ourselves so Mm -hmm. it was very much scratching our own itch in the beginning were you thinking business that's going to pay my bills always kind of in the background, but now I think because the web has changed and because I think you're saying this, this sort of version of success is getting lights and hearts and stuff like that. But you also can't go a day without talking to someone about this stuff and them telling you that they're exhausted by it. So it's it's a very, it's like a mainstream consensus at this point. It
0: strikes me as something that like a, like an art prof would be really into assigning like go and build this over the course of a What's semester. an art prof an art professor <laughs> just a <laughs> just an abbreviation professor of art We're at a university did they have those at brooklyn You're college busy?
1: are you busy you didn't have the time <laughs> to go through the whole work <laughs> all
0: right um well you know rich I don't even want to interrupt this very sincere conversation to bring base capitalist impulses into it, except that when you talk to Charles, he's also got base capitalist impulses. In Bless fact, his we heart. All do. We all do. We all are trying to build good platforms that, look, you don't have to become a trillionaire to be successful in this world. You could also do something decent, you can do something decent and make money. That makes people really feel connected and they're happy to pay you for it. We've done something decent. And we also make money. That's right. (laughs) And it's called post Yeah, it's not called track changes.
1: (laughs) It's not. We're a digital product studio that ships really beautiful platforms and the apps that ride
0: on those platforms. It's true. We just, we're just good at it. You come to us and you say, I need to do these complicated things and build these products inside of my organization. Even if your organization isn't doing so good at building products right now right exactly yeah, we're, we're kind of the place we can go in and you'll be like this is a political nightmare and we'll go that's fine we've seen that before yeah that's why you're here <laughs> well, yeah let us uh let us help you ship that anyway no right. matter what happens hello at postlight.com that's all you need if you need to ship a big old platform make it awesome hello at postlight.com
2: So what are you seeing? We're seeing that people are taking to it more and more. Yeah. So when we started the year, we had twenty-one thousand users, and now we have forty-six thousand users. I
0: mean, for the kind of thing you're trying to build, that's a large cohort that now probably is causing all kinds of problems. Wait, worth noting, we're
1: barely in—we're four months into the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you just yeah, doubled.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: in yeah. four months. Yeah. yeah. We're not like going after like insane growth. That's not the thing. It
0: doesn't feel like a hundred million people would be good for this platform.
2: Well no but I mean I think that like GitHub is a good is a good sort of like parallel platform right mm-hmm. it's like very specialized mm. it's very nerdy there's a ton of people that use it it has a very functioning business model it has a business model that's also sort of tied into its mission mm-hmm. right which is Promoting open source software, right? In Arena, in the same way, it's it's a similar business model where if you're saving stuff in public, it's free, and then you have a limit at how much private content you can save.
0: And the thing with GitHub too is you you kind of keep an eye on the things that are relevant to you, and then that's it. You don't you don't have the sense of like the overwhelming power of GitHub bearing down at you at any time. Where no. Result. Facebook you've got I don't follow 700 repositories on yeah right. yeah
2: with arena in the same way that like people can fork your repos and github or whatever people can reuse your content right so when you're saving content in public, Other people can come along and say I save something into climate change. It's like about robots building solar panels or something. Someone could take that link, save it into their channel on automation. So I'm starting to see different perspectives on the content that I'm saving. And that's sort of the benefit to doing things in
0: public. So I'm user F-Train. I find a cool picture on the Internet, like something uh, I tend to be very interested in interface history. Like, so that would be something I would save. Like, there's a lot of that. On <laughs> there's a lot on arena, right? So like, um, I don't know, a screenshot of, uh, an Amiga computer from 1987 that seems kind of interesting to me. So I go to arena and I upload it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do I do? What, what does that become in your world? That picture?
2: I think it's not about that one step. It's more about the progressive steps afterwards. Okay. Like so a channel is is what we call a collection of things. Mm-hmm. And a channel can be either open, viewable by the public, it can be completely private, or it can be open where anyone can add to it who has an arena account. Mm-hmm. So say you save you start a channel called interface history. You start saving stuff, different screenshots or different articles about interface history then other people can come along if you leave it open and just add to that as well. And you can moderate it after the fact. People can take your stuff and save it into their collections and into their channels. Um, So it's about sort of like how that moves forward and how it it sort of changes your thinking on what interface history is.
0: So you've got this very abstract set of things, right? And this has actually been one of the challenges of hypertext in the web in general is that when most websites end up looking like something that was there before, like newspaper websites look like newspapers and YouTube is about video of a certain aspect ratio that looks like TV. It's even got tube in the name, right? And so... The thing that, that you're doing here and the thing that you're describing, which I, I think both Rich and I through our careers have found really hard to get across to people, yeah, right? Like yeah. That here are abstract nodes that connect to other abstract nodes about concepts and they can be remixed. And I've seen a lot of experiments along this line. And I think that actually this one is is really interesting in that 40,000 people doing abstract hypertext stuff is really a lot. Yeah. So how are they getting it? How are they understanding this remixable nodal, interconnected, intertwining thing.
2: <laughs> well, I think you get the, the sort of, in the same way that Delicious was this sort of personal utility first, that's what you're getting from Arena at the beginning. It's just, in the same way that you understand what Pinterest is, it's just a place to throw a bunch of stuff. Okay. And the, the, that whole progression comes later. Your exposure to what other people are doing, how that stuff connects to other people's research, you're not getting that all straight away. Gotcha. I mean I think that the the sort of trick is we position it when you first get in as like this is a place to organize information mm. but I think in and Actuality, it's actually about thinking about stuff more than it is about organizing. But
0: first, they need to put it in the folders, right? So, like, get it into a folder and give it some order, and then all of a sudden, the power of the platform will get revealed. And people need order badly enough that they'll do this.
2: Yeah, but I think you see over time that this sort of bankruptcy of information, or feeling like all this stuff is weighing you down, and I would I would also agree with that. But I think there's a different approach, which is there's there's one version of managing your inbox, which is inbox zero. then there's the other version, which is just like, if it's important enough, it's just going to come, it's going to come back to me.
0: mark all is red. Yeah. Let's get on with life. Yeah. 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 When you could, that's something that is kind of real. Like you can assume that stuff will surface again if it's high priority. I'm inbox zero. I'm just too scared mm-hmm. that it won't like that
1: important thing. They'll the just worst. say to hell I'm with Rich, I'm not going to email him again.
0: I'm inbox like 112. It's absolutely the worst of both yeah. the, middle. Like, yeah. Yeah. the middle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So I show up. Mm-hmm. and I start dropping in animated GIFs because I'm goofy or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm, I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking okay. for whoever that shows. Do you for consider me. that, speaking for Paul, do you consider that uh, that's not really what I meant this platform to be and now it's all actually hurting the mission in any way?
2: No, no. I don't think we try and make value judgments about what people can save or what, okay. what is the good thing. We try and keep it very flexible and open-ended. But okay. That would be Are, bad
0: internet ethos. You can't. Yeah. You can't be judgy, right? How many people work on it? Four people. It's a company. It's a company. It's not a not-for-profit. It, it could give off that vibe sometimes. It can give okay. <laughs> that it a, off that vibe. It is. a for-profit He's company. It's making money. It's yo. <laughs> yeah. How's it doing?
2: Um, it's doing well. Okay. I mean, we're we're growing a lot. Uh, are people ponying up? Yeah, people are ponying up. Yeah, okay, we good. we're sort of projecting to be covering our current very low costs by the yeah. end of or the beginning of twenty nineteen.
0: How are you, I mean? Are people paying their rent from this or like? Well, How's it? Is it? Is, are they full time or?
2: Yeah. So we actually met a guy through Arena who was using Arena for his work named Christopher Barley. He runs a strategy and branding company here in New York called Consortia. Okay. And they were using Arena in sort of this team professional capacity mm-hmm. to do research for client work, and we had met a couple times and talked about the state of the internet and what people are doing online and what we're doing at the Arena, and then it just got to the point where he said like I want to be involved I want to invest and so in May he invested a little bit of money he also came on the team and since then we've been working more wow less full-time. that's
0: huge congratulations Thanks. I think also it was, what's great to hear is you found this inflection where something that was for a really kind of specific kind of community that often is very anti anyone making money ever from anything <laughs> Yeah, like you've you found a path through that. That is a hard thing with platforms like this. Yeah,
2: and the other thing is we're doing a crowdfunding, an equity crowdfunding campaign right now, mm-hmm. and that was a really sort of scary proposition for exactly the reasons that you just laid out. Because then that, they own
0: you for the rest of their lives. Well, no,
2: that's not the problem. I'm into that, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I think the I think the the scary part with a community like ours is that they're very critical. They know what's going on, and they're very sensitive to changes. And when you built them a platform platform for criticism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's going a lot better than we ever expected.
0: I mean, I think there's an important thing that you're doing here, which is that it's not about mass scale. It is about a sense of community and membership. Yeah. First of all, I don't think that that doesn't scale to the billions of people that ever, I think it's designed to. It's not, no, I mean, that's like so that the mental model of like what success is has to be changed. To accommodate for spaces like this that people really want and will pay for and that can be a good business.
2: We're not going to be Facebook size, but I think we could very easily be in the 50, 100 million size. Woo. I mean, but, okay. yeah, I think, that, right. I think that people right, are... That's good. So there's I, hunger in here. I'm, I'm, also, I'm also very optimistic that people are sort of getting smarter and smarter, which I'm, I know this is a minority opinion, but people's sort of ability to pattern recognize different things that are happening in the world, you know, that ability, it gets strengthened over time, and there's nowhere to put that. There's nowhere to put that thinking online.
1: If you're growing to that level, you're probably fastest route to the biggest money is ads yeah we will never do that you will never do that we'll never do that let it be known on the track changes podcast i mean (laughs) it's been
2: stated we just might as well not do it if we're gonna do that then
0: your pinterest
2: it sets up a weird dynamic because your customer is not the user. The customer is the advertiser. And that your motivation then is to sort of serve the advertiser and not the user. And we're we want to set up this situation for ourselves where we're just trying to make a good enough product that people will pay for it. And the type of person that we're after is, you know, it's it's people who are they're knowledge workers. They're people who are working in creative professions, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a this is a tool that adds, it, it helps your thinking on an everyday basis,
0: and yep. that is something that is so worth paying for. You see, your future competition is like the Evernotes of the world, like sort of places where things are organized and structured.
2: A little bit, One but, note, but you know, Microsoft OneNote. Uh, as someone asked us about that recently. Um, <laughs> I mean, but the <laughs> the thing is, is we're in this interesting zone in between a social network and a productivity tool. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Evernote has any. There's no motivation there to like turn Evernote social. No. I think you everything know. is private. If I'm not, unless you, everything is explicitly shared with someone. Yeah. yeah, and we're interested in a very different thing that I think long term than Evernote. You know, we're mm-hmm. about like, it's more about creative inspiration than it is
0: about sort of like storage. capturing storage. Yeah. yeah. Are you growing? Are you hiring? What is your, what do you need out in the world?
2: We're, we need, we need money. money? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So fuel in the tank. Yeah. Where are all the new features for the future written down? Oh
2: man. You want to know?
0: Yeah. Basecamp. Okay. Okay. Basecamp is the tool. I'm a big, oh,
2: I'm, yeah. I'm pro Basecamp. Yeah. Basecamp street team.
0: Okay. Basecamp street team uh if you can hack into that you can see the future <laughs> of, uh, of um, but
2: actually we are we do have a public roadmap on our on our github all of uh, our code is open source so you can see
0: that's a great this working. is a question oh. for you then what what keeps other people from just standing up arenas
2: i don't know they could it's hard to build a community though that's i mean it, t-
0: it took us a long time is, and has think- it been more work writing code or building the community
2: well, the community building is kind of like a fuzzy activity. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's inviting people, it's talking to people, it's it's not it's not the same level kind of productivity that you're doing when you're writing code. You know, you don't get to the end of the day and you're like, cool, it's yeah. done. Like now well, now we'll go on to the next thing. It's just a perpetual.
0: No, you wake up, the community's still there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you might even have gotten up to some stuff overnight. Yes, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you it's guys. refreshing. It is. It's a great product. and uh, You don't see a lot, of,
1: a lot of stuff like this
0: getting built. I mean, there's, there's people out there listening. If you have ideas and money to help <laughs> get <laughs> Arena to 100 million users, this is your chance to get in there. This coming. is your chance. Here we yeah, go. There it's aren't, one chance. There aren't many of these left. No. I, that was kind of affirming on a few levels.
1: Well, I could rant right now and tell you how I'm tired of...
0: Likes and hearts and hugs. You know what's better than ranting? Stars. You know what's better than ranting? Mm. Building some goddamn software. Exactly. That is like building the right. frickin' platform, putting right. it in the earth and having people use it and then seeing if it's going
1: to work. Right. And with better numbers than just like better intentions than just raw traffic.
0: That's right. But also a plan to build a sustainable business over time and keep people supported and like some some ethics that you're going to, and a mission statement you're going to stick with. Those are really good things. They really are. So it's arena, A R E dot. dot. N A. Got to get that dot in there. Get that dot. <laughs> in there. Um. All right. So we have to thank Charles for coming. Not. We don't have to. We want to thank Charles for coming <laughs> on. Uh, if you need us, hello at postlight.com. Give us a good rating on iTunes. I'm Paul Ford, your co-founder and co-host. Uh, Postlight is the name of our company. No one ever pays attention. They just hear track changes. I hope there's something nerdy on this week. Yes. Well, there you go. But well, if you need digital wait, services, wait, Paul. What? What? I'm Rich Ciotti, the other co-founder. Oh my God. I hope people know that. <laughs> I'm